2: Slobbers and Fire is proud to present Slobberknockers, a show where three fans get off the couch and on the mic to talk all things NFL football. Plus, we make our own picks for this week's games every week. Featuring your hosts from the Talk To Me podcast, Joshua Toomey, from the Disciples of the Watch podcast, Gene Vogel, and me, Baco. Welcome to Slobberknockers. This is week 10, correct, gentlemen? Uh, if you say so. Yes, the season is. is flying by as, as it always is wont to do. Uh, my name is Baco. I am, of course, the uh, primary host for Cobras and Fire, I, uh, Mike One, as I've been called. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Josh Toomey from the Talk to Me podcast and from the, the Disciples of the Watch podcast. I got out a lot cleaner this week, Gene. Uh, Gene Vogel. Uh, so and yeah, we're, we're we're three slobs getting off the couch and on the mics to talk football every week and uh, share our expertise as uh, three well two well known super fans and one kind of uh, casual uh, sports fan who uh, likes to pick against his own team. So I'll let the listener to try to sort out which one I'm I'm calling out there. Uh, <laughs> how are you guys? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah, t- uh, t- let's uh, let's open up with that. Uh, titans loss at uh it, it was in kansas city correct uh, josh
3: it was in kansas city yes at the uh whatever they're calling arrowhead stadium these days and uh <laughs> you know a lot of white people doing indian chants that was that was classy and you know just just uh, keeping it keeping it nice,
2: nice i love it uh, <laughs> you know my favorite thing about kansas city is that uh every time i go through there i make sure i get a You know, a fresh bowl of gumbo They're They're basically their main dish there in uh, Kansas City. Known (laughs) for their their gumbo. They're
3: known for something, man. But uh, no, the the game. um, Yeah.
2: yeah, Hey, man, what the hell? I went to bed. The Titans were
3: up. It was I was going
2: to have my best pick week ever.
3: So it's your
0: fault. No, Yo, baka! You shit the bed. Go no. to bed on me. All
3: no. right. Uh, no, it was one of those games where we go in with Malik Willis, and I just assume we're just gonna get smashed, like just completely smashed. And you know, basically towards the end there, we were we're up eight. Uh, they you know they they go in and and Mahomes does what Mahomes does and scrambles around and squirrels around and squirts and gets a little touchdown at the end there, and then they get three shots at a two point conversion. Uh, due to some uh, (laughs) I know egregious flag play. And, uh, you know, if you're going to give the Chiefs three chances at a two-point conversion, they're probably going to get it. And, uh, you know, we go to overtime. They kick the field goal. We get the ball back, and we just have zero offense at that point. As soon as they kick the field goal, I was like, we're done. We're toast. And uh, it was true, man. But it was one of those things where you go in thinking you're going to get smashed with Malik Willis starting, and then you're up basically the whole game. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end there, you have a chance to win, and it just like makes it that much worse. Like I, the Bills lost; we lost like what forty one to seven. You know where where it's kind of over at like halftime, and you are like you get it. But this one was like, man, we actually might pull this one out, and right. then it gets like pulled out from under you, and, uh, and that's that just sucks, man. Yeah, I am with you. Uh,
2: and the, the the I think if they had at, managed to win that game. I think we're back to where I'm just like in love with Mike Vrabel. I I, I I still haven't changed my mind in him, but I'm like, let's just give him the coach of the year because f- you guys have nobody. You're beating the Chiefs on the road with fucking Malik Willis for crying out loud. <laughs> I, you know, the silver lining here to me is that your your entire division is a complete shit show. So, yes, um, is. and we'll, we'll touch on that here in a minute. But uh, let's move over to the uh, another fourth quarter comeback. For the Minnesota Vikings, they were down by 10 points to the Commanders. Now, seven of those points were given to them by a ref, well, forgetting that he's not a player. Uh, so there was a... a uh,
3: but I will say, there were two other Vikings down there. Was Absolutely.
2: Like... They're, 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 a play could have been made. I, 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 I kid a little bit. I didn't really get that butt hurt. And, the, the referees are at times going to be in an inconvenient spot. Uh, as much as I want to take a cheap shot, but the the one guy he happened to cut off had the clean, clearest read on the ball, and it was a. He ti- was
0: going to catch the ball.
2: Well, I, we don't. He's a defensive back, not a receiver, so we don't know okay. that for sure.
0: He's got a good. He would have kept it from fucking,
2: you know, uh, being right into the hands of the receiver. I think. Um, Absolutely. But uh,
0: yeah, so I. Why did the dumbass? At- why did you run down the field? He's, he's trying to keep up with professional football players that are half of his age.
3: Yeah, and he did. He was right there with them. Yeah, he did a great job <laughs> at yeah, that, man. Right in the way. Dumbass. Oh, What do
2: you he think he's
0: going to do? He's going to put himself right in the middle of the play like an idiot. Like he did. Man. I the, can't believe that.
2: Uh, Gene's more upset about this than I am, man. And uh, this
0: Nuke is... the building. I, I'm sick of <laughs> That was so disgusting. <laughs>
2: So the game probably didn't need to be to feel like it was you know such a a a big thing to come back from. Uh, Taylor Heineke, former Minnesota Viking, uh, who is actually surprised by his own continuing to have a career, was was the uh, guy filling in for Carson Wentz. I would actually stick with Heineke over Wentz, but it sounds like once Wentz is healthy, he will be the starter for the Commanders again. I like those unis the Commanders had on. By the way, a little side issue there, the black ones. I just that that name Commanders is so so lame it, uh the, them and the, what were the cleveland baseball team changed to the guardians is yeah. it, it's just like it's like little league it, it, i don't know it just come up with something i like the washington football team i would have just kept that um but uh alas i don't own the team it turns out so i don't i don't really get much of a say in it i'm not even a but, fan
3: <laughs> but you can if you want to
2: okay oh yeah fair enough yeah they are for you know what? why don't we got one of the three of us going in it? we'll own a franchise
3: you got some of the good uh, Pantheon money coming in.
2: You know it, man. We you, you put the Pantheon money. You got uh, the 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 not fest money, and then you know Gene. You know he's he's married to a sugar mama, so he's good for nice. his third. So
0: I was I was pulling for the the lottery to get my share, but unfortunately, I didn't I didn't get the winning ticket.
2: But uh I think the highlight of uh well not not only just the weird thing is that like I felt like we were gonna win the game cause Washington is so fucking shitty, but at the same time I started thinking, if we lose this fucking game, you know damn well the Packers are going to beat the Lions, and suddenly this three and a half game is two and a half game lead in the division, and we're at the halfway point, and of course that's everything
4: goes to fucking hell for the fucking
2: Vikings <laughs> once again. But everything went the other way. Bears lost, Packers lost, Vikings win four and a half game lead at fucking week 10 are you fucking kidding me I of course am very happy That is,
3: and, yes you are very happy
2: got to see Kirk Cousins without a shirt on and uh, dancing like an old white guy so this is uh, winning changes everything you can be a old white dorky dude But everybody wants to party with you and and celebrate you. And suddenly he's got good vibes and he's a great leader. Uh, It is just funny how that works. Like when you're five, when you're four and five and no one's asking Kurt to take his shirt off, but seven and one. (laughs) Well, hey, let's not say
0: no one.
3: <laughs> well let's not say anybody asked him to take his shirt off at seven and one either but i will say if i look like if i was ripped like Kirk cousins I'd, i wouldn't be wearing my shirt either he had like an eight pack nobody knew that was under there
2: man no doubt and uh he could, hides it well He <laughs> hides it well um so there's the recap of the two games of the week uh, uh hopefully we uh uh, next uh Tuesday when we record here we're, we're both celebrating victories um the Vikings might get a, a minor one going into this with the news that Josh allen might not be available to play so i I, ha- I haven't heard anything uh uh concrete either you guys
3: you know yeah I saw a little bit about it today My, it might it's one of those all over the the board kind of kind of injuries but it could be a four-week injury could be a a long-term injury and if that that's the case man the Bills are in a tough division with the uh, with the Jets now kind of coming on and yeah. the Dolphins coming on and the Patriots are the Patriots. So, you know, they, they can't really afford to lose him for, for multiple weeks, I don't think.
2: No. Um, they got def- Case de- Keenum. Definitely. Yeah, case. All you Keeniacs um, It definitely changes the AFC picture quite a bit. I think it kind of pushes Kansas City right to the front, and then you kind of have a Kansas City kind of Philly thing going on. Uh, the weird thing is that the Vikings are seven and one. No, the only the, the Eagles have a better record and yet they really aren't being taken as like a, well, the, sure. They got a chip in a chair, but they don't, they're not. Uh, and the funny thing is I feel the same way. This is like, yeah, you know, I, but maybe that's just cause I've been fucking burned by these fuckers so many times, but this yes. is a great start to the season. No doubt about it. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'll take any fucking horseshoe we can get. We we got to play Miami without Tua. We go into Buffalo. Um, uh, it, it, if we play Keenum, I definitely like our chances better. They still have a defense though, and their defense is a little better than the Redskins. I think, and the Redskins kind of put a hurting on uh, on our offensive line this last weekend.
3: Yeah, I think the thing with with Kirk Cousins is it's it's kind of the same logic as Tannehill. It's like every like no matter how great his stats are. People are like, ah, it's still Tannehill. Oh, like, oh yeah. it's still Kirk Cousins. It's like, you know, they, they, until they do it you know, on the big stage, no, nobody will take any, either of them seriously.
2: And the, the thing with Kirk, he's having one of his worst, uh, probably his worst season with the Vikings statistic-wise. Um, but he's doing all the things that, that, that guys like me would complain about that he wasn't doing in the past, which was coming in through in the clutch, fourth-quarter drives. It seems like... There so many games with him in the past where it's like, all we need is one first down, and then the very first play, pick six.
1: <laughs> it's just like,
2: oh, we just need you to get one first down, then we can run out the clock, and then like, oh, well, now they're back in the game, you know? It's just like, uh, but at the same time, I know last season it, it, primarily there were times where Kirk did fucking put, put some kind of drive together, but he always left like a minute and 28 seconds on the clock, and their defense would just give it away. Um and yeah Before there was a real coaching
0: inefficiencies. The real saw fun. That at the end of this game. Yeah. Our, this coach was doing the right thing. He was running that running the clock out. And Ron Rivera, what why does this guy have a job? He's an idiot. <laughs> why would he He's, why would he make that come talent? on man. He's
2: a why good Why would coach. you
0: throw that flag for a third and one just to try to get fourth or to get a first down off of it? You know damn well your offense is moving things you're going to throw a flag, waste a time out. What a dumbass! <laughs> I can see why Carolina cut him in the middle of that season. He, he wasn't worth keeping around that for the, to finish that last when he was at there, just he's, I don't understand it. I don't He's, he's probably better as a, uh, like, uh, like Mike Zimmer, put him in a different role. Can't be a head coach. Leslie Frazier can't be a head coach. There's, we've had so many of those in Minnesota guys that could do good at the, whatever specific job there is, but they can't lead a team. I, and Ron Rivera might be one of those guys. Just stupid mistakes. And then, let our, what was it? Uh, we were, so we were tie game. Yeah, let the Vikings score so we can at least try to get into overtime. What, <laughs> just so stupid. I, I was shaking my head the whole time going, we're going to win this game because their coach is as inept as our coach was last year. <laughs> and I was just fucking, I was sc- scoring. All
2: the way, baby. All right, uh, no, we, we got a fired up gene today uh, uh, to me. Uh, I, <laughs> I like it. I see that, man. I like it. Yeah, same here. Um, I like Ron Revere <laughs> maybe a little more than Gene does. Uh, but yeah, there, there's some questionable stuff, but that happens all the time. I, You know what? Kevin O'Connell has introduced the term situational football to the the Viking universe, and I do get it. He basically changes his game plan based on the way that the direction of the game goes. And yeah, I don't know, Tumi, if you got to see the end of the game, but ba- the there was a, a, a weird thing at the end that got us a first down, and so instead of kicking a really short field goal... We ran the ball three times and then kicked a really short field goal and ran the clock down to about, I don't know, 14 seconds or something like that. And they would have had the ball back with about a minute and 20 instead. We still had to make the field goal and all that kind of good stuff. But that, that's kind of what Gene uh, was breaking down there. Um, with to... for
3: former Titans great Greg Joseph as your kicker,
2: yeah, all right on, yeah. Um, uh, the, I, I have to come up with a nickname for him, but uh, one of the um, uh, I got to give my, my boy Toomey here some some kudos because he kind of hit me out of nowhere a couple weeks ago when you said I think Frank Reich is going to get fired, and I'm like this season, and you're like I think today, <laughs> like like during you during the game you you predicted, so you were a little a little hasty there,
3: but not too far off, man. Like oh my lord. And then, yeah, not too far off. They, I mean, the Colts, uh, the Colts are an absolute dumpster fire right now. Yes. And like, and, and, and it makes us losing to the chiefs by three points in overtime, you know, that much easier to take when you wake up with to, a backup
2: rookie quarterback, with a backup yeah. rookie
3: quarterback, you know? Yeah. And, and you don't have
2: Steve Dills or Steve DeBerg out there. Like the, the, the Patrick chiefs Mahomes do.
3: threw the ball 68 times, 68 <laughs> times. And only, and scored twenty points in over and with with overtime, but
2: uh, hey, can I? He, I want to pause you right there on that one. You ever hear this thing about like you know, you, you, in baseball, you hear a lot with the number of pitches and stuff. But like they'll be like, oh, you know, his arm is tired. He threw the ball fifty times. He's a fucking professional athlete. I can throw the ball fifty times and my arm won't hurt tomorrow. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway,
3: yeah, the uh, the record I think is uh, Drew Brees at seventy. So sixty eight times. Mm. Uh, the defense, if you if you counted penalties uh, taken or whatever, uh, were on the field for 100 plays. I Your defense, the Titans, the Titans. Yes, Jesus. yes, 100 plays. So, so, I'll take it, man. They, they 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 played their hearts out, man. But waking up, you know, uh, uh, Monday morning, and then it was like the the Colts fired Frank Reich one <laughs> week after <laughs> one week after firing their offensive coordinator because that was the problem. One week after that was, uh, one week before that was when they fired their They, they benched Matt Ryan because that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Now they've brought in their former center, Jeff Saturday, <laughs> who has never coached NFL football. I don't think he's coached, coached college football. He co- he coached three years in high school football. It has a losing record. Uh, he, they, 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 they just showed who they uh, promoted as their offensive coordinators. Like some kid that, you know, like a ball boy, uh, Oh man, I got to pull up that kid's name It's actually a funny name too It's like uh, a a super millennial name Let's see if we can find here Colts Offensive Coordinator Here we go The new offensive coordinator for the Your Indianapolis Colts Is Oh, blah, 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 blah Come on I heard Orlovsky might
2: be joining him too
3: yeah, and you know, Mina Kimes. Well, while you, you look that up, I'll remind
2: people that my favorite Dan Orlovsky moment was when Jared Allen chased him about <laughs> ninety-three yards out of the back of the end zone, and he didn't realize he had just committed a safety. He's just still scrambling on that giant ten-yard wide out-of-bounds line and looking downfield, and everybody's just kind of like, "What the hell's going on?" But anyway, did you
3: get the name? Ah, uh, yeah. So another surprise from Tom Pelissero from the NFL. Another surprise, in former D- Minnesota reporter. Yeah, uh, one, one interrupt- of us to me. Oh, good. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> Colts interim head coach Jeff Saturday has expected to have 30-year-old pass game specialist slash assistant quarterback's coach Parks Frazier to serve as the offensive play caller. <laughs> Parks Some Frazier. Some
2: millennial name. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: But, yeah, I mean, honestly, what they're doing, I think Jim Mercer is a moron. I think he's up there uh, a totally. This, this is tanking on another level. Like it, so, so I, I I call the coach getting fired. I call that now that they're tanking and with the first pick in the NFL in the upcoming NFL draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Bryce Young, Alabama. That's that's. Yeah, they've what's been
2: down happen. this road before. You know, uh, basically, uh, it was a little less than tanking, but you know, Peyton got hurt and missed a season, and then they basically you know get Andrew Luck fall into their laps. So,
3: yep. So, I, I it, you know, history repeats itself. This is what's going on. There, this is just one of the most insane tank jobs I've ever seen in my life now. And I don't know what your guys'
2: thoughts are on the Rooney rule, but I do think there is some, uh, there's the old white guard when it comes to the ownerships and in hiring minorities and stuff. And this is kind of fucked that you can just do this. Uh, yeah. it, he wasn't even on the staff. I mean, he was, I saw him, uh, Covering like wasn't he working for ESPN or some? Of the- I think he
3: was. I, I do. I do think that he was some sort of like analyst for the Colts somehow. Like he was still involved with the Colts, but maybe not on a day to day basis.
2: Okay, but he wasn't doing national coverage, I know, because I just yeah, saw yeah, him yeah. on a pregame on one of the. It was either Monday Night Football or I, I'm pretty sure it was ESPN, but uh, actually he was with fucking Orlovsky. <laughs> yeah. So fucking, what a bunch of goddamn honyucks. All right, before we get into the picks, Gene, anything else you want to add to the conversation?
0: Yeah, Ron Rivera's an idiot. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right gentlemen so let's get an update on some of the standings here uh Jay Zabluski still holding a, a pretty firm lead on first place with eighty-seven point eighty-seven wins so 100 870 points uh Todd Cunningham that son of a bitch uh with his crappy Denver Broncos has 820 tied with uh an Martel again uh, and Gene Vogel there and the girl I went to high school with. We're just going to call her uh, Leslie Westphal. All right, so that's kind of the the top two spots. A bunch of people kind of locked up there. Then you slide down a little bit. Uh, I'm at 770 points, and Toomey, you are at 750 points. So, you know, things are, uh, you know, I think we're starting to see the cream rise to the top, and it's not me and Toomey, but... Uh, that's because we refuse to to pick against our, our our teams. Although I'm doing, I'm I've only lost one because of that. So,
3: well, I will say if you look down here at number twenty two, uh, Chris Sinzak is a seven and eight on the season with uh, seventy points. So, thanks for playing <laughs> along, Chris.
2: <laughs> yeah, way, way to hang in there, buddy. Oh uh, God, what <laughs> one week and it was like this is too much work. Ugh. This is thanks for the commitment, pal. I have seven teams I have to be fans of just in case something happens with the chiefs. So, all right, well, let's get into it. We, uh, we set the rules last week. Gene has to protect his lead against us. So Gene up first on this Thursday here, uh, as people are listening to this, the Atlanta Falcons head to Carolina. What do you got here?
0: I have the Falcons winning on the road. What do you guys have?
2: I also have the Falcons to me.
3: This is actually a quick turnaround from the, uh, from the game. What was that two weeks ago where the, uh, the, the... Falcons almost lost, and then they turn around and won. Um, yeah, I'm still gonna go Falcons on this one, though. the The fighting Mariotas will continue
2: on. Right on. So we're we we're, we're unanimous there. Is we're to do.
3: All right, then.
2: Uh, not a London game, but a game in Germany kicks off Sunday at 8:30 a.m. Ah, das Football. Uh, Seattle, the Seahawks, uh, heading actually. Ex- Geno Smith still kind of keeping things going there. Six and three, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think leading their division, by the way. Uh, Going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, being the home team there. Then the the Glazers own a soccer team, but it's not in Germany, right? They own Manchester United? Yeah, okay. Whatever. That sounds right. Um, (laughs) Gene. I just said it. Gene, what you got? Well,
0: this is one of those... the the mythical coin flip games but i'm gonna go with you over the uh aged bones of their quarterback for tampa bay i'm going to take the seattle seahawks now here's the deal i don't know if i pick seattle much if at all this season i'm turning that around and so they've been winning so now that i'm picking them they're probably gonna lose so if you guys are smart you're probably gonna take tampa bay
2: now you sound like a Minnesota sports fan. Uh,
3: right. I, I don't like this rare
0: rabbit talk you got going on
2: Yeah, I mean, same here, man. Yeah, you, you have some confidence, if you fuckhead. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the Seattle Se- Seahawks confidently. I'm just saying this is my this is my spell their doom.
2: Man, just like the Packers, the the Bucks should have lost on Sunday. So, uh, but I'm going to take yeah. Gene's advice. I'm I'm picking the Bucks.
3: Uh, I'm with Gene on this one, man. I think the Seattle Seahawks go all the way to Germany and get a win. Nice. All right.
2: Uh, then we have uh, the Detroit Lions. Uh, didn't they? They just pulled out a win. Is that right? Yeah. Did they beat? Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Picked off Aaron Rodgers twice in the end zone, both from like the two or three yard line. Uh, I think it's just time to see the Packers are just a bad team. Um, but the Detroit Lions uh, are heading to Chicago. The uh, the city by the bay. I'm trying to come up with better, like the Emerald city, (laughs) the Emerald city. Yeah. Uh, Home of the space needle, Chicago, Uh, (laughs) Detroit. I think they're going to pull out a second one here, man. um, I don't know that Justin Fields. Oh, I'm cutting off jeans. So fuck. I'm just gonna go it. I don't think Justin Fields is going to run for 730 yards again, Um, but he does seem to be finding his way a little bit. So good for him, but I'm still picking Detroit.
0: Surprising lose a game like that against that team though. No. So
4: that's going to hurt
0: for a while. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can't, I, I don't can't even know who's doing play. it. That's that's I'm going to go with the home team. I, I'm not even going to look up the weather on this one. I'm going with Chicago bears to one in at home, take out the D- Detroit lions.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, bears on this one too. I think they are the future of the NFC North <laughs> and, uh, and with Justin Fields in tow. Um, he hasn't won anything, but he's a proven winner in my book. And so, yeah, just, Justin Fields in the. Uh, Need to see him without a
2: shirt on, man. I can't. I can't judge him fairly otherwise.
3: Uh, just hey, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'll go with the uh, Chicago Bears on this one. All right,
2: uh, Gene. Uh, we have Denver heading to Tennessee. No. Oh, nope. Gene. We have Jacksonville heading to <laughs> Kansas City. Thank you, me. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I caught one, not the second one. Um, Jacksonville coming fresh off a win, and Kansas City's just narrowly skating by the uh, defending number one seed of the AFC from last season, uh, the Tennessee Titans. But uh, what do you got here, Gene?
0: I'm a little concerned on this one because I have a feeling they're going to be high off of the the Super Bowl win they just got uh, against the the Titans, but I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs to take out the Horrible Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I, I saw. Go ahead. I'm
2: sorry. I saw footage of the parade that uh, Kansas City had uh, <laughs> this
0: week. The sins back there. Do you see him?
2: Yeah, they're you know, gumbo everywhere. Uh, <laughs> they don't. They, they uh, on, the, on the sidelines when they win, they they dump gumbo on Andy Reid, not that uh, Gatorade. I, I think the he would. He
3: would lap it up though. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like you know, most coaches like do that. Yeah, yeah. He, he just kind of tips his head back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, the Chiefs are gonna have uh, probably not too tough of a time with uh, the human thumb, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do we?
3: I don't know, man. I, I, I watched Kansas City just struggle against a, a backup quarterback Ooh, and, uh, and and be t- and be taken to overtime and their home stadium on Sunday Night Football. They needed
2: overtime. The <sighs> At home.
3: Yeah, and that's that's just sad. Um, man, uh, but I'll too I'll much take
2: parking lot gumbo. I think
3: I'll take the Chiefs on this one. I don't want uh, Travis Kelsey to whine and cry anymore and throw helmets and anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Andy Lee might have been a little a little lethargic from all that gravy bukkake, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be okay going into this game. I think.
2: I like that. All right. though we'll like, Gene, we have Cleveland heading to Miami, uh, which is, I don't know, probably, a, 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 you know, when you live in a city like Cleveland, you probably enjoy a trip to Miami <laughs> during the season.
0: I think you enjoy any trip out of that location. Um, this is, uh, almost not worth the bus trip for them though. So I'm going to pick the Miami dolphins to handle their business there against Cleveland. And,
2: nope. like- and we're a week away from Deshaun Watson, uh, getting off the massage table and uh, actually playing the game, I I think. Uh, Oddly enough, against the Texans, I I believe. Um, Man, Miami just keeps proving me wrong. Uh, I'm going to pick Miami.
3: Uh, You know, I'm going to ride with the Browns on this one. I think they're uh, they're getting their act together and the Dolphins just I don't know. I'm picking on just so I can make up some picks.
2: <laughs> I, don't know. I was trying to talk myself into this one, but I'll, I'll take the Browns. Just because. <laughs> I actually like the pick. I almost went with the Browns too. But, uh, uh, yeah. The Houston Texans, uh, one, six and one, not, not been uh, kind to me. Cause I think I picked them three or four times this year, heading to New York, uh, playing the giants at, uh, I don't even know what they call that fucking metal still or something like that. Medlife. Anyway, cheap
0: the Giants should be able to make easy work of Houston. Um, if this was later in the season and they needed to become spoilers, I could see this being more important, but not right now. We're not even halfway. We're close, right? Yeah.
2: No, we're at the halfway um, point, basically. It
0: came, well, with the buys, we still got buys and all that. As so far as the food.
2: season, yeah. I mean, the... Yeah. the so.
0: But New York will handle their business, I think, as they should.
2: All right. Um... Yeah, I think, the, I think the, the Texans are a week away from that just ridiculous kind of like emotional win when uh, they do play uh, the, the Sean Watson um, <laughs> and the Browns. So I'm going to save my kind of freaky pick with them for, for, for next week, I think. Uh, the Giants, they'll find a way to win this one. Sa- Saquon Barkley's been kind of a fun story this year, so Giants
0: win.
3: Uh, I also picked the Giants. I think Saquon will rush for uh, 185 yards in this time.
2: All right, then we have uh, New Orleans heading to Pittsburgh. You talk about a couple of disappointing teams, but I'm not sure what people expected because I thought both of these were going to be shit. Uh, Gene.
0: God, this one's a tough one. Do you pick boop or do you pick crap? Well,
2: <laughs> it is <laughs> election night. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah,
0: good. Oh, I wish I had <laughs> one pat ready for you. Good one, Baco. That, uh, I damn it. Again, this is one that might flip before Sunday, but I'm going to actually go with the home team on this one, and pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks for that headhunter. there.
2: Yeah. Uh every week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got the Steelers on this one. I got nothing to
3: add. Um, man, I can't believe that the Saints are three and six, and the Steelers are two and six. That's just crazy. Uh, coming off the bye, I'll take the Steelers.
2: You see, the um, the Saints haven't had their bye week yet. So they they played one more game. That's why. Oh, you were saying something.
3: <laughs> I was just saying. No,
2: I know. I was. I was making a dry joke that wasn't landing. Um, no, it did not land. <laughs> <laughs> your new Indianapolis Colts, with their brand new coach Jeff Saturday, they have to play on Sundays though, so I don't think that's going to work out too well for them. What do you got here, uh, Gene? Going up again? I'm sorry. Heading to Las Vegas.
0: While well, I like this, what I'm. And you know what? We talk about traveling. somewhere better.
2: Leaving Indy for a, a weekend in Vegas is, is pretty nice. Yeah,
0: sounds pretty nice. You've already won since you've left uh, Indianapolis, right? <laughs> yeah, no but uh, you still have to play the game. And I, I'm, I like what I'm hearing with, with, with what uh, Toomey's been talking about with these Colts. I'm, I'm tempted to pick them because I have a feeling they got that. Bounce they got back. the luck within them. But I can't do that with any clear conscience. I got to go with uh, the Raiders to win one at home. Uh, maybe get back on track. Right.
2: Raiders have lost three games this season where they had a 17-point lead. Um, yeah, that's pretty tough.
0: <laughs> the um, Ravens yeah. were doing that earlier this season too.
2: That's true. Yeah, good point. Um, they, they seem to figure it out a little bit. Anyway, I got the Raiders here, though. Can we?
3: You know what, man? I I love those Colts up there. They I mean, just uh, bring so much joy to my life. Um, <laughs> you know, they they got Jeff Saturday as their coach now. You know. I, Jim Ursay has a huge boner for the Tennessee Titans. Like for the last three or four years, every time the Colts and Titans play, he's just like, we got to beat that. He'll he'll tweet like, we got to beat that team from the South. We got to do this. I think that his hiring of Jeff Saturday is his version of trying to find Mike Rabel. Like the former player turned coach that's just going to lead this team and build a. uh, you know, build up the, uh, the 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 camaraderie of the team and whatnot. They tried to get a a, a fake, you know, uh, low-budget Derrick Henry when they got Jonathan Taylor, and that's just a that's just a bust now. And then they try to get these journeyman quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill, but they get Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, and it's, it's just it's 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 becoming sad. It's just really sad how how it far is, the Colts it's have very fallen. Sad. Uh, But with all that said, I'll take the uh, Las Vegas Raiders to pull this one out. um, And the final score in this one, 47 to zero.
2: And in quite the opposite of going from Cleveland to Miami or Indianapolis to Las Vegas, we have the Dallas Cowboys heading to the largest outdoor toilet on the planet, Lambeau Field uh, in Green Bay. Uh, Gene.
0: This is one of those very difficult things because I want to take Dallas. I think Dallas is going to win. However, I know when when frickin' Aaron Rodgers, he's, he can find that gear, and I think after the way things have been going, I'm tempted to pick his team to turn it around for their home team. I still, because I don't, Dallas is one of those that almost feels like it's a mirage that they're 6-2 and two to me. It doesn't feel like they should be playing. Agreed. Uh, so it's, it feels a little bit phony, um, but Green Bay, God, you just suck. And there, I mean, and I'm pleased with that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. This probably is going to be Aaron's last year with the team. Uh, we, we shall see, of course. But this may be uh, what's his name LeFleur's last year with the team. I know there's a little bit of
4: scuttlebutt. <laughs> the hot seat. LeFleur's I
0: yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. But I, there, there seems to be a little bit of scuttlebutt in the air about that. Again, this is one that could flip before Sunday, but I want to take the home team. I want to take the Packers because they, they got to turn around after. Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. So that's going to hurt for a while. A <laughs> team like that. Oh, uh,
2: man. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cut his hair after like he showed up at training camp like looking like Dick Cage. And then he's cut it, and I think uh, my theory is he's Samson. Samson cut his hair; he's he's lost all mojo. I think both these teams' records—you it, it, almost feel like they're they're just not real—in um, different ways. I think the Cowboys are not a three-and-five team, but six-and-two does seem a bit gaudy for them. I'm. God, I think part of the reason I pick the Packers all the time is because I'm just so used to them, like just always finding a way. Especially with Aaron Rodgers, it is fun though to kind of see like there's a local there's a uh, uh, a Viking podcast I listen to, and when the Packers lose, they play like uh, the the at post game fan line. Uh, they play clips from that that has been fun to listen to. And it, you know, with Favre, Favre's like a good old boy, and those those, those white bread people in Wisconsin, they loved him. They were okay with Rodgers, but he's kind of a slick Hollywood guy. And now it's it's just amazing. They're like, we need to get rid of this guy. All this stuff. And it's like, everything he's done for you, you're like, it, uh, whatever. Look, I'm just enjoying it. Um, it. It's been a fun season so far. I, ho- I hope the ride keeps going. Um, it, it is enjoyable. I have the Cowboys winning this one uh, in... You know, but they're going to come in late because they don't want to spend any more time in Green Bay than you want to. You know, it's like there's, it's like the only time when you leave town, you, you you go on a road trip in an NFL where you know you're going to be eating at Applebee's at least twice. So uh, anyway, uh, there's nothing else there. You know, if you get a up there in Green Bay, but yeah. So the the, the Packers, I don't know. I, I think it's a ten point win for the, the the Cowboys.
0: Did they shut down all the golden Corrals then? you know what yeah good
2: point there's probably somebody that'll go to the goal the the offensive line will go to the golden corral all
1: you can eat
3: with that being said yeah i also take the cowboys (laughs) that was back to back our division
2: shit talk there all right the arizona cardinals uh head to los angeles what do we got so the cardinals three and six disappointing the rams three and five boom all trailing in the the 49ers coming up here four and four everybody's trailing the six and three seahawks nobody saw that guy.
4: nobody thought they could do it
2: gene what do you got in this game
0: yeah the rams have been a disappointment this year i know they lost uh their kevin lee father (laughs) brought it back there back go but uh damn this is a tough one i'm going i'm leaning home team i'm leaning home team go with the rams on this one but that uh, doesn't feel good. But I'm going to say it. that's
2: the honest way. I got the Rams too. Uh, yeah, I got the Rams. I
0: can't
3: stand Kyler Murray. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I hadn't heard that before. But, uh, this is not a very Kyler Murray friendly show. Uh, <laughs> all right, then we have the Los Angeles Chargers uh, driving up the freeway to San Francisco and playing at Levi's Stadium there, Gene.
0: Yeah, California teams play each other pretty tough San Francisco whooped up on the Rams earlier I'm going with them on the Chargers, Taking I, the Chargers
2: I think the McCaffrey hypes a little bit bumped up it was one game pretty cool it reminded me of the Herschel Walker's first game speaking of election night uh, first game with the Vikings where he tore it up and then absolutely nothing happened the rest of his time there. I think the Chargers they're they're starting to figure things out um, they win this one.
3: oh man uh Chargers at Niners. I don't I don't know man. I think the uh I think the Niners are gonna pull this one out, man. Christian McCaffrey in town, throwing the ball, running the ball, catching the ball, <laughs> like just just a jack of all trades. And I will go with the uh the San Francisco 49ers. All All right, and
2: then on Monday night we have the commanders going to Philadelphia. Um Gene.
0: Well, I know the commanders are gonna be real hurt over giving up the game they were 10 points ahead Uh, I know they got a chip on their shoulder they got something to prove and then they're going to get their ass whooped by the Philadelphia Eagles so my pick is the Eagles
2: I predicted the Eagles were going to drop a game they should win I'm saying it this week this is it the commanders are going to somehow spoil the Eagles season the those 90 year old guys on that 72 Dolphins team are going to be popping champagne corks on Monday night Um, Yeah, so I I got the Commanders winning this one.
3: As much as I would love to go with you on this one, Bako, I think the Eagles uh, pull this one out. Yeah, fair enough.
2: All right, now then to the two games of the week. We have Minnesota heading into Buffalo. At this point, we don't know if Josh Allen will be playing or not. I'm going to go with that. He's probably not based on some of the the prognosis. So if that affects you guys' pick, it sounds like he's going to miss at the very least one game in case Kingdom should be uh, playing, but I think Toby's right. This could be one of those things that could be a few weeks.
0: Yeah, this is a tough pick. I want to pick the Vikings so bad, especially if uh, Josh Allen's not going to play that obviously helps. But like you mentioned, they got a good defense and our deep our, our, offense. I don't know. It's like they'll, they'll find ways and they, they're reactionary, but no, obviously, uh, against the, the Eagles, we, we couldn't do much. But we've been... I, woo, this one's this one's a, almost a coin toss, other than my heart wants to go Vikings, but my my soul has been burned before by this team. Depending on what happens before Sunday, I'm going to pick the Vikings, and let's see, uh, let's see uh, if Josh Allen's going to play. Um, and it'd be cool to see how... Kirk does, you know, he's getting a lot of spotlight now. I know that the team itself is still being, you know, pretty much and not discussed and, and uh, up there with the Bills and the Chiefs and a, a few of the other teams. Uh, but Kirk is getting a little bit of attention. Everybody likes his, his little uh, his little dances. Oh
4: my God, Kirk chill yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody's loving it. The fans, the team. Kirk even seems to be into it. He's taking his shirt off. There's a, there. It's got more four different camera angles in the Sabruder film, you could do uh, a whole lot of shit, and it's tough to... Uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Vikings. I'll go with the Vikings. Let's see what happens before something. Sorry.
2: The uh, Buffalo Bills have played three home games, and the closest game they've had at home was to the Packers, where they won by 10. Uh, of course, we talked about the, uh, the the performance against the Titans, and there was one other game where was another, like, blowout. Um, that said... Uh, I just, yeah, this is one of those games that you get a little worried about. Even, honestly, I I think Case Keenum has it in him to beat the Vikings, but the Vikings win this one. I think they they find just some stupid, weird way to win one more time. They'll be down by three to ten points in the fourth quarter, and they'll do just enough to get a win. And Kirk Cousins will be on the plane, shirtless, with a bunch of gold chains. (laughs)
0: You might be pantsless at this point. That's that's all they got
2: left. It started when this started. He was wearing a shirt.
0: Exactly. Tune in.
3: As much as I want to pick the Bills, Josh Allen plays Buffalo. Probably wins. Case Keenum plays. It's a Case Keenum revenge game. You know, you guys, you guys went to the playoffs, won a playoff game with him, and then just shipped him off. Just said bye, Case Keenum. Won a playoff game we
2: should have lost.
3: Thanks for the playoff. Thanks for the Minnesota miracle. You know what, Case? Thanks for not doing a fucking thing for three and a half
2: quarters in Philadelphia. You fuck. You know what, Case Ah. Keenum plays better at night. This is a noon game. I'm giving it to Kirk.
3: Yeah, this is a noon. Yeah, noon game, one o'clock game. Uh, Kirk does. Kirk's the master at. (laughs) uh, What time's the Super Bowl this year? Is it a noon game? (laughs) Yeah, they're. (laughs) If
2: the if the Vikings make it, they're going to have to move it. Uh, can we move that to a noon kickoff?
3: <laughs> you guys, if you guys, if you guys make the playoffs, you guys will hopefully, uh, uh, you know, play the the first game yeah. <laughs> on the on, on one, Saturday, like, Saturday at 30 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, for uh, Kirk. Yeah, uh, Kirk Cochains goes into Buffalo and uh, gets this one. All right. Wow. All right.
2: So and then the, uh, the the headliner. Then we have Denver heading to Ten Tennessee. You're back at home, and the Broncos, of course, just you talk about a coach that should be fired pretty soon here. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett has done nothing to change my mind this year. I'm sorry, Todd Cunningham. Uh, what do you got here, Gene?
0: Well, with the home team. They they should have won that Kansas City game. Um, so I think they they're gonna be um, should have enough to, to beat this fucking team. And they uh, they should easily handle this. If they're not overlooking this team. Then they should easily handle their business. I see Titans
2: That's what I. Th- one of the things I like about Vrabel, he doesn't. He seems to know how to coach a team away from a trap game. Um, well, hey, uh, Toomey, is Malik Willis starting again, or is Tannehill going to be okay? Uh,
3: they're leaning towards Tannehill, okay. I think, in this one. So, so hey. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Tannehill is bad. Either way, I got the Titans on this one, and
2: I, I think it'll be a fairly comfortable win. Maybe, maybe something like 22-12, something.
3: I I can see that one. Um, I, I think that Denver has been like probably of all the teams, you know, the Colts aside that, you know, that everybody thought was going to do something, man, they, Denver has probably been one of the biggest, uh, you know, disappointments of the season. And, you know, when this, when the, when the schedule first came out, you know, we've got a, we've got a stretch here where it's like Kansas city, Denver, green Bay, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, somewhere in that, in that order and so you know at the beginning of the year we're like man this is five tough games in a row and and now you know the three and five broncos come into town they traded away you know players uh you know just there were supposedly other players on their team on the trading block and things like that it's just i I can't believe they're selling you know with with their 240 million dollar quarterback um back there just just doing god knows what and and you know trying (laughs) with this danger sandwich and <laughs> and all the other nonsense he's got going on for him, man. But uh, but yeah. So so I will take the, uh, the 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 five and three Tennessee Titans coming off a tough loss. Tannehill coming back. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Tannehill. Ooh, you I know. Like that. And, and um, yeah. And so 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 Tannehill after the after this game will uh, will be Ryan uh, two chains and uh, hopefully dancing with his shirt off. Too.
2: And uh, with that, I would like to touch back. You, you you, mentioned something that made me want to talk about the Vikings schedule. We are starting to kind of hit with Buffalo. And then we got uh, Dallas. Then we have uh, the Patriots, I believe, on Thanksgiving night. Um, and, and then you, you factor in the Bears are coming on. You never take the Packers lightly. In Detroit seems to be at least, uh, you know, they're going to give you a game. The silver lining for the Vikings is the five of, after Buffalo, five of the next six games are all at home. So I, I think with a four-and-a-half game cushion, we're sitting pretty good to at least win the division. Should make the playoffs. Um But, yeah, who knows, man. Maybe we end up fighting the Eagles for that number one seed. But uh that's a bit pie-in-the-sky for me even at this point. But, gentlemen, thank you very much. Let's get out of here. Tighten up. Skull, baby. Whoa. All right. Uh, oh, that we were doing a... Yeah, where is it, Gene?
0: Uh. There <laughs> we go. All right.